Hello and welcome to In the House Sports with Jay. And Jay, good afternoon. Hello. It is episode 20, Saturday, September 5th, 2020. Hope you're having an awesome day. Um, Labor Day weekend. Labor Get Day outside weekend. and enjoy. Is nice that, day in Calgary. Is that an American holiday, Labor Day? Is yeah. That, yeah. Is? Oh, yeah. They work down in the States, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I know that, but is there a holiday for, like, Labor Day? Yes. Anyway, on, well, the, the uh, PJ champ, the, P, the Tour Championship will be finishing on Labor Day. Yes, it just started yesterday. While the NBA... The NBA, it's just been amazing over the past week. NHL starting to get into the final four teams, the final game seven tonight. We got a ton of stuff. Let's get started. And crazy that the Major League Baseball, two-thirds through their season, they're only playing 60 games. They're like two-thirds through. We will talk about that later. For sure. Okay, so first topic I want to discuss is the NBA, what's been going on over the past few weeks. Uh, the past week, sorry, the past week. We already discussed the past few weeks. Past week. Boston, the Boston Celtics are leading the Toronto Raptors 2 1. Uh, I predicted it would be game going to game seven. And uh, OG Ananobi makes the shot of his life. He's played, I think, three or three or four seasons so far in the NBA. Uh, played 46 minutes in the last game for the Toronto Raptors. And um, what a three pointer he made. Kyle Lowry with a basically a pass all the way over to the uh, three-point line from one end to the other. Nobody was really covering him. Jalen Brown rushed to cover him. And OG makes the shot, basically a catch-and-shoot where there's 0.5 seconds on the clock, and he gets it to go for the Toronto Raptors, making it 2-1. If he wouldn't have made that, a lot of people I bet were watching, and they're like, hey, like, what are the chances they're going to get that? Um, in fact, Kemba Walker, when he made the pass, I think it was to Daniel Tice um, when he made that shot. I, bet, I was thinking, what if Daniel Tice would have, you know, took a fraction of a second more, it would have been that much harder to get the shot away because Kemba Walker gave it to Tice, and that was basically game over. Uh, but and OG Ananobi had something to say about that. Um, meanwhile, the other Eastern, Eastern Conference game, I thought Milwaukee would be beating Miami in five games. Now, Miami is a 3 nothing thanks to some great performances by Jimmy Butler. Um, and, Dad, guess what? How many teams do you think have overcome a 3 nothing deficit in NBA history? Uh, the answer is zero. Yes, the answer is donut. No <laughs> team has ever overcome a 3 nothing deficit. And only three times in NBA history, a team's even tied it at three. Um, do you know any other sports that have came back from 3 nothing deficits that have that are coming to mind? Well, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Boston, weren't the Boston Red Sox down to the Yankees? Yes, can you get the year of that? This would be something uh, yeah, crazy. Yeah. So they were down three, nothing. They came back. One. I want to say 2000 and first time I got 2013. No, 2004, 2004 ALCS. Oh, um, really? I think, I think, uh, yeah, no, that's only happened once in the history of major league baseball. Um, and then even like a number of teams have come back from three, one, um, you know, historically the Cleveland Cavaliers have done it. Um, Golden state did it against OKC, but you know, Milwaukee, what, do you think the Milwaukee's going to become the first team to come back from 3 nothing, or is it the series over? I think the series is over. I did call Milwaukee to win it in seven. Um, I have watched parts of the uh, series. Um, Miami did beat Milwaukee, I believe, four to five times in the regular season. So this is not a surprise. Wait, sorry, did you say Miami, Miami beat Milwaukee? But, yeah. That's right, four to five times during regular season. So this is not a surprise. Um, 
This Jimmy Butler, um, I'm not a big fan of his, but I must say he has looked very good. He's a leader and he's clutch. And kudos to him. He seems to be really fitting in well with Miami. I was, I was just going to bring that up, considering that he went from Chicago to Philadelphia, right? Philadelphia. I'm not sure if he had another stop. Then Minnesota. No, it was like Minnesota, Philadelphia. Do you think that this is his is going to be retiring with Miami? Uh, who knows? The guy who might the guy might play for five more teams, including the Raptors, down the stretch. But besides that, he has been impressive. They seem composed. Um, one of his fellow teammates. Apparently halfway through the third quarter yesterday said, uh, you know, I can't remember the quote, but like, bring us home, Jimmy, or you need to win the game for us. Um, they really, the team, the, the, the his teammates really um, play around him and are inspired by him. So kudos to Jimmy Bell. It's going to be hard for the for the Greek freak and company of Milwaukee to come back. Uh, they could. They were the best team in the Eastern Conference, but they got a big uphill to yeah, uh, battle. I'm just looking up that uh, Udonis Haslam, a Miami veteran, played his whole career there. He said something to fire up yeah. Jimmy Butler, but it's it's incredible. He's performing like you know one of the. There's so many great players in this in the NBA. That's why I love love it so much. There, there's definitely been some players that have stood out during the playoffs. We can talk, talk uh, comment on them later, or 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 as the as the weeks come ahead. I just want to reflect back that pass by Kyle Lowry, Tananobi was a perfect touchdown pass. I do think that Boston's uh, messed up a little bit defensively. Nobody was covering Ananobi. Yeah. But you got to love Ananobi's reaction. You know what the reaction was? Nothing. Um, Shadows of Derrick Rose when he made that buzzer beater. That's what I thought of. Just no reaction. blooded That's it. But that's his personality. It wasn't a surprise. Like he just – and he said afterwards that when he shoots the ball, he expects to make it. So he wasn't surprised that he made it. He had the fraction of the second he delivered it. The Raptors go down 3 nothing. They're not coming back. They should have won game two with the lead, as usual. Not uncommonly, they gave up that lead. Anyhow, it's all about game four tonight. I think they gave up a lead in game one as well, right? They were leading for parts of the game, I think. Yeah, so they uh, – see, Ackham's got to step it up. He's been not good. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for me. He's not Van been Vliet's good. Van Vliet's missed a lot of threes. Van Vliet has not been good. I'd like to see Ibaka play more. Gasol's getting uh, – he should get Ibaka out and Gasol less. And Anobi's been good. And, yeah, Lowry played 46 minutes and uh, – I hope he's got another 40-plus minutes in him because they need him, and uh, he wants to win. So just, again, Jimmy Butler, for all of you Jimmy Butler fans, six seasons in Chicago, two in Minnesota, uh, one Philadelphia, now one in Miami. And it's amazing what he's done. You know, I think he – I'm not sure if he won most improved player at one point, but, you know, in his first season, went, go, went going from three points a game to nine to 13 to 20. He's a one of the best players in the NBA, and he's a, a couple-time All-Star, and he still has a long way to go in his career – um, but one thing that I want to say is um, with the NBA. Oh, and then we got the Western Conference. We didn't. Had, I almost forgot about the Western Conference. What an incredible! Yeah, we'll discuss this really quick because we have a ton of stuff to discuss. But the Western Conference, it was really good with with those Game Sevens, Dad. What do you What do you think about those? Yeah, uh, Murray uh, for Denver over Utah was yeah. fantastic. Mitchell played well too. Uh, Denver's going to have an uphill battle against the Clippers. And both games were like come down to the final possession. Um, it was incredible because Utah had – or um, um, Denver had the ball, gave it uh, – Denver had the ball, Murray had it, gave it to Torrey Craig, missed a wide-open layup, and if Mike Conley would have made that shot, that missed layup would have looked a whole lot worse than it did. Yeah. Uh, in the other game, James Harden takes a page from Manu Ginobili when Ginobili blocked him a couple years ago. Do you remember that block? It was a key game, and Ginobili blocked Harden. Harden blocked Lou Dort of the OKC Thunder, and then did like a he did some like a gymnastics 
He did some gymnastics in the air to avoid the ball going off of him. Uh, try to get it to Steven Adams. It's over. My prediction is one of those two teams, Utah or Oklahoma City, will miss the playoffs next year. Okay. The Western Conference looks really good. Again, I was we discussed this before, but I was looking at the bottom of the Western Conference. Minnesota and Golden State, like they're the worst two teams, and Minnesota has the first overall pick this year. It's going to be awesome. And the last thing I want to say about the NBA is that it is amazing having two games every day um, with the playoffs, without the travel that they have to do. They can they've been playing every two games, and um, that's it for the NBA. We oh, actually, we do have some more NBA, but we're going to come back. To we'll it come later. back to it. Uh, the New York Yankees, um, they, it's been 10 years since the New York Yankees, 2009, since in the World Series. The team has a payroll of like $5 billion, <laughs> no. and they are in a 10-year drought of being. And this year, uh, currently speaking, they are tied with the Toronto or the slash Buffalo Blue Jays, and they're struggling. They started off very well. Again, it's a very short season. They started off well, but I believe in their last 25 games, I think they're 12 wins, 13 losses, something like that. So just uh, – yeah, the Yankees struggling and the Blue Jays surging a little bit. Uh, you won't need tears from us if the Yankees uh, do not make it to another World Series. But it's always so interesting where you have the Yankees with a huge payroll and then the, the, the Tampa Bay Rays leading the division, a very good team with a payroll that's just a very uh, a very uh, oh, percentage. What about Oakland as well? Oakland as well. So these teams, these, uh, these teams with lesser payrolls, Oakland, um, you know, look at the Chicago White Sox. Uh, they were predicted to do well, uh, and they're right now leading their division. So you gotta gotta like these underdog, low team uh, payroll teams. Uh, and, and right now, yes, the Toronto Blue Jays currently tie with the they're, Yankees. They are in a guaranteed playoff spot if they keep it up. I think they have the tiebreaker over the Yankees because they are listed above them in the standings. Um, but it is it's exciting. Like the league, there's like they've played again as we were discussing before the show. Two thirds of the season, the season is two thirds of the way of the way done. However, I think some divisions must be so. I guess there's you know from the, the worst team to the best team, there's a bit of a gap, but there's still a lot left to decide. There is for sure. Uh, a team with uh, 13 wins, 24 losses, nine and a half games behind. What team is that in Major League Baseball? The Washington Nationals, the defending World Series champions, sucking, uh, not very good. Um, I know last year they didn't turn it up till after the All-Star break. Well, this year there's no All-Star uh, game, and there's not going to be enough games for them to, to move out. They are bad. They got rid of a couple players, and Strasburg's not playing. But uh, it's just interesting from one year to the next how a team can win the World Series one year, and then the chemistry changes or injuries, and they're at the, the bottom. So... There's just a little bit of a point of interest. The Yankees struggling. The Blue Jays doing well. Washington at the bottom. And a bright spot for the Toronto Blue Jays is T. Oscar Hernandez. Um, another team that is doing well. Shout out to all our listeners in Ohio, one of the top states uh, listening to Into House Sports with J&J. They are Cle uh, Cleveland being right there. And then also Seattle. Wa Washington is our number one United States um, they are seven and a half games back. They missed. I don't think they've made the playoffs in like years. Yeah, and their percentage of chance of making this year is one point five percent. That's right now, and then that changes. It says Tampa Bay currently has a hundred percent. They yeah. could lose the rest of their games, and they would. I don't know. Maybe they'd make the playoffs. I don't know. There's that's advanced math. Dad, do you have anything else? Yeah. Uh, well, we've got lots. So yes, you're listening in the house sports with J and J. Josh Gordon, wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. He has been suspended since 2013, six times for substance abuse. Uh, he is uh, he is looking to be reinstated, and he he's he's got a, a good relationship with 
Pete Carroll, the Seahawks, and they're they're looking to he's looking to sign with him. And it's just a guy that's been up and down and up and down. When he does play, he's high quality. He's, his numbers are good. Um, so just a, a guy that seems to uh, unfortunately have uh, problems off the field. Uh, but then he's able to get things back on track and, and being reinstated. So I wish him well. Josh Gordon, Seattle Seahawks, wide receiver. Um, we don't know if he is going to be reinstated, but he's applied for it. Sounds like he will be. Uh, but we'll see if Roger Goodell um, uh, reinstates him. I think it comes down to, to Roger. So there's a name to follow. Which one, Roger or Josh Gordon? <laughs> we'll go with Josh Gordon. I know, I know. Okay, uh, one thing I want to bring up is this, as we were discussing last week about the FedEx Cup playoffs, the three events to decide who is the best, kind of the best player of the PGA Tour season. Dustin Johnson had an incredible win uh, over um, the whole field, uh, should I say. Um, but but this, but last week it was John Rahm who had an incredible final round. I think he was six under. And going into the final round, going into it, Dustin Johnson needed a birdie to tie Rom at minus four, and he drained a long birdie putt. It was incredible to get up to minus four. But then in the playoff, in the in the playoff, there's a playoffs and there's a playoff. It's confusing. They should call it the extra hole number one. So in okay, make it simpler. Extra hole number one. Dustin Johnson hit it in the fairway, which gave him a better chance to put it on the green. Because when you're on in the rough, the ball just rolled and rolled and rolled once it hit the green. John Rom made like a sixty footer, and won the tournament. So this week with the PJ Tours format, Dustin Johnson started this tournament. This is as of last year, the new format at minus 10 while John Rahm was at minus eight and uh, pretty much half uh, six holes through into round two. Cause the tournament started yesterday. Dustin Johnson, a one stroke lead over John Rahm. Xander Shoffley though, uh, started the tournament in the 14th spot. He has won this tournament in his rookie year. He was contending last year. Watch out for Xander Shoffley, currently six back of the lead. Roy McElroy, shout out to him. We just get his first child. His name or her name is Poppy Kennedy McElroy. So shout out to him. He was arriving to the course in very high spirits. Um, Mackenzie Hughes, he made a clutch three-footer, which had a lot of break to put him into this tournament. And Canadian. Canadian, Mackenzie yeah. Hughes. Um, but this this event is, is is something is very interesting. It's like a celebration. Even if you just, you know, any member of the top 30s, they get to go to the next year, the Tournament of Champions, another exclusive PJ Tour event. They get to go to the 2021 Masters, the 2021 US Open, the 2021 Open Championship, which we're scheduled to go to. So we'll be seeing all 30 of these guys at least. And listen to this, Dad. If you come in 30th, you take them $395,000. You come in last place, you're taking home almost uh, four tenths of a million dollars come in 20th half of a million tenth eight hundred thirty thousand dollars listen to this you come in fifth you're quite a bit out of it you still take home 2.5 million dollars third you made it on the podium still two away from being number one four million dollars second you lose the tournament but you're taking home five million dollars yeah and then first listen to this 15 million dollars what can you buy with that kind of money yeah you can buy some a lot of stuff. No doubt, no doubt. So uh, wow. fifteen million—that's like insane. It's like the one of the biggest prizes in sports. I know contracts are, you know, you know, maybe more out of a year. But imagine being like, oh, I won fifteen million. That's like lottery. You win a lottery, it's fifteen million. And there's—it's going to be exciting. I'm excited to watch it. A bunch of guys still up for grabs, and um, yeah. I don't know. It's—it's it's cool the way they have this tournament. So yeah, so, so very good. Just so just what. Well, you know, 60-foot putt by John Rom, fantastic last week. 
Jacob uh, in the house words with JJ. <laughs> Jacob uh, made about a seventy foot uh, birdie putt on Six Hole Canyon the, the other day. So uh, it was. Uh, it I was. Uh, it was a fantastic putt. It. it was a nice birdie. So I. Um, it was longer than John Rom's. Just it wasn't a five million dollar putt, unfortunately. So uh, <laughs> hey, some NHL. The names it's spelled J O E L Joel, but no, it's pronounced Yoel. Yoel last name Kivaranta. Uh, played yesterday for the Dallas Stars, Game Seven. The guy had a hat trick. He's from Finland. He's the first game he's played in the series. He only played one game against the Flames. Uh, there's a guy, jo Yoel Kivaranta, that will be, I'm sure, cho uh, chosen in somebody's hockey pool, perhaps mine, uh, next year. They won the game 5-4 in overtime. Kudos to uh, uh, the Dallas Stars. And for this guy, Yoel, spelled Joel, J-O-E-L, but it's pronounced Yoel. Uh, congratulations to him. That was a big moment for him. So if you haven't seen those highlights, there's our there's our NHL update. And uh, too bad about for the uh, Vancouver Canucks, and, so the lone Canadian team losing out. Yeah, how about three out of four series going to Game 7? If you're an NHL fan, this is awesome. Um, I, I'm a bigger NBA fan to NHL, and when there was those two Game 7s last week, it was amazing in the way how close they were. Got a Game 7 tonight, been too. Close. I was watching the end of the Vegas game, and Vegas pulled away and scored that goal, and then two empty netters with six minutes remaining in the game, and then Dallas winning in overtime. Then you got... Um, Philadelphia coming back from a 3-1 deficit. Again, another historic. I was looking at that list as well. Philadelphia has a chance to go to the Eastern Conference Finals to have a date with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. So will be Tampa Bay Lightning, who will be very well rested. Yeah, I'm cheering for the New York Islanders. That's uh, another Game 7 tonight. Uh, again, a bit of an underdog. So, uh, yeah, Game 7. Um, a big topic this week, Steve Nash, Canadian. I was shocked to hear that. A lot of people were shocked. Uh, NBA coach now of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, congratulations to Steve Nash. He is the second Canadian uh, NBA coach. Jacob, you know the, who the first one was? Jay Triano. Jay, Tri oh. Jay Triano. So now Steve Nash. Glad I got that. Uh, Steve Nash has no NBA coaching experience. I think he's been asked to coach before, but he's held out. He's been a consultant with the Golden State Warriors, but he feels that this is his time now to coach. Um, some people, uh, Stephen A. Smith on ESPN states that it's be um, that because he is a white individual, he doesn't necessarily have to have any coaching experience. He just got to be coach. Where if you were a black individual without coaching experience, what are the odds of that individual mm -hmm. just becoming coach? And I cannot disagree with Stephen A. Smith. I agree with him. Um, Stephen A. Smith thinks that Steve Nash will be a, a good coach, um, but did he have a, a leg up uh, white versus black? There are other good uh, black coaches. Uh, Mark Jackson, Sam Cassell has been an assistant for a long time. Tyrone Liu, there's, and I'm sure there's many others. Um, so uh, an interesting uh, topic slash controversy, I'm not sure. Um, Jake, you can tell me your thoughts on that, but I, I do not disagree with Stephen A. Smith. Um, I, and then after you comment, uh, I'll just say a little bit more about um, um, uh, uh, Coach Nash. Uh, I do want to say, too, though, that uh, apparently good old KD, um, uh, Kyrie, Ky uh, um, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving supposedly had to, quote, sign off on this. So they were OK. What do you with think Steve of that? What do you think of that? That's the question that these two stars. Doesn't that kind of undermine everybody else on the Brooklyn Nets? Jared Allen, Karis LeVert. Um, those other guys who have been playing yeah, this season. I mean, how much do they really sign off? Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Like, again, at the end of the day, those are the two stars, and, you know, 
you know, with, with whatever they bring to the, t- like, you know, those are the two guys and um, they have, you know, all this tons of experience and in the spotlight, both of them um, winning uh, NBA final NBA champions. Um, so, but again, does that undermine everybody else in the Brooklyn? That's why aren't they signing? Yeah. Well, that, that I don't know. And uh, um, I just, I do want to just say that, Good luck to Steve Nash because I don't know how the chemistry is going to be with injury-prone Kyrie and complaining yeah. this and Durant. I told you in episode number one or two, and you've got this on on the speaker on your audio in the archives that they Kyrie and Durant will never win an NBA championship together. And Steve Nash, good luck to you. Uh, but I'm not pulling for the. I, I I am a Canadian one who cheers for most Canadians, but I'm not cheering for Brooklyn. Um, but uh, and I, I just want to say too, what Stephen, what Stephen I think A's they're going to be pretty good, Brooklyn. I, you know what, I'm even how good they were this year. You know, seventh seed and Irving barely played, and they had some good Timote Luawu Cabarro, Tyler Johnson. They're they're going to be, I think, a, I don't know if the, if if every if the chemistry goes right, yeah, Brooklyn's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Um, listen to this. Who does Steve Nash join? Can you name any former NBA MVPs? Because Steve Nash back to back MVP. Can, who who does he name, uh, or who does he join as as head coach uh, who have won an MVP? Can you name any, Dad? I'm putting you on the spot. I know it's tricky. Uh, I'll just tell Steve you, Steve Kerr. I don't know. No, no. Good guess. That's okay. Good guess. No. Larry Bird, Bill Russell, Bob Pettit, and Magic Johnson, and they have a combined record thanks yes. to ESPN Daily for this. Yeah, four ninety-seven and three seventy. I'm surprised. I think what was Magic's record? I think it was. Yeah, it wasn't really a fit, and I don't know about. I'm not sure about the other guys. Um, but anyway, in terms of of the the hiring, I'm not I'm not sure. Like politically, I know of course hiring trends. Um, it's you know not fair. A lot for for a lot of cases where you know black candidates get overlooked compared to to white candidates. Um, so I'm not I'm that's not right. As same thing with with women's rights as well. A lot of women don't get the job. Uh, that they're hiring because they're women. I don't agree with that. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how the hiring went. Um, in terms of Steve Nash as a coach, I think Steve Nash is a you know likable guy. He's Canadian. He's humble guy. Came from humble backgrounds. I think he was from South Africa. Came to um, Victoria when he was younger. We I, we saw him play. He was at the first basketball game I've ever seen. I think it was March 2010. Phoenix Suns, New York Knicks at the Temple. I in Phoenix. Tempe, or... I think it's called the Temple Stick Resort Arena. I might be wrong. Maybe it's changed. Now that's what it's called. Or was it about their airlines? Uh, uh, we'll, get back we'll, to, yeah. we'll get back to that. Anyway, baseball stadium. <laughs> no, Temple Stick Resort. We'll okay. get this. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, or no, I think it's called Talking Stick Resort. Anyway, anyway, um, the game was memorable. Steve Nash was a legend, and he was like one of the first players I ever. That was when I first started watching basketball. Anyway, as I was saying. Um, let's go back to basketball really, really, really quick. What was the best buzzer beater we've seen in the playoffs? We saw Devin Booker over Kawhi in PG 13. Then the Clippers are victims again of a buzzer beater with Luca nailing one. And now OG and OB dad, what's number three, two, and one rank him quickly. Uh, number, I would go in the order that you said Devin Booker, number three, Luca Doncic, number two. And, uh, without a doubt, uh, was Ananobi with from Lowry's pass the other? That's my order. That was with a half a second left. A very meaningful, very important part of the game. I am going to. My order is completely different. I got Luca number three. Uh, it was a good key long. It was a long shot. OG number two. He was basically catch and shoot. But then 
that move that Devin Booker did uh, over two of the game's best defensive players, he just kept like pivoting, pivoting, and putting the game away, giving them. Yeah. It was a key game, and just, just so, but those. the whole play too of Lowry getting the ball wasn't just the shot. So I'm thinking, I'm taking into place. I'm uh, still, the, yeah, I'm uh, still standing with my order. I just want to go back just very briefly because we only got five minutes left. In yes, in the house sports with J and J, you've got Tim Thibodeau. Is that his name? Tim, 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 Tim Thibodeau. Tim Thibodeau coaching the New York Knickerbockers. Steve Nash uh, coaching with the uh, Brooklyn Nets, as mentioned. Two white coaches. Um, there's, a, there's a black population in those cities is, I think, fairly large. Um, and they just have, to have these two, two guys. I think uh, I, I just uh, – be, be for our listeners to go listen to what Stephen A. Smith had to say, I think it was very meaningful and uh, – Again, I think uh, Steve uh, Nash got to got to Pasco and uh, didn't have to stop uh, along the way to uh, again a little bit of a monopoly thing. Anyhow, we can forget that. Uh, anyway, we've talked about that. Um, this fellow uh, boxer's name is DeAndre Ware. I just I, we read this the other day, but he's a boxer and he was doing the weigh-in yesterday for maybe it was Thursday. He was doing a weigh-in for a boxing fight tonight. This was in Las Vegas. I guess he's a part-time. Um, a firefighter and uh, uh, emergency um, uh, ambulance driver. And he had the way in one of the um, consultants, I don't know, dropped to the floor and was having a heart attack. And DeAndre Ware, I guess, saved his life, a little bit of CPR. So uh, how about a shout out to this fellow, DeAndre Ware, boxer, EMT service. That's, and a, that's amazing. Firefighter. I want to tell you something really quickly. I, I just fact checked. First of all, again, amazing story. Um, uh, it just it's it, it, it's that's incredible that you know he was there and he's there he was there to for the fight but then he does that so back to our phoenix suns thing i want to talk about that it was called the u.s airway center so yeah. you were right when we went but since 2015 it is called the talking stick resort arena but yes it was called the u.s airway center okay. and then the america west arena from 92 to 2006 um women's one hour race record Shattered. Uh, Sifan Hassan of the Netherlands smashed the world record uh, for the uh, for the, the longest number of distance uh, in one hour. So apparently that's just you and eighteen thousand nine hundred thirty meters. This was around a rounded track. Um, she ran four hundred thirteen meters further. So that's even more than one lap further than the previous uh, record of a fellow Ethiopian back in two thousand eight. So that's a that's a long distance in just one hour. 18,930 laps. I'm not sure what that equates to as a number of laps, but I, I think it's um, probably about 45 or so. I'll have to do some math on that. Number two uh, was uh, Lona Sheptai Salpeter of Israel. She was second, having covered 18,571 meters. Her, her distance, too, was also long enough to beat the previous record. So, um, You'd have to, you know, as a fellow runner, that's a, that's a big distance in a short period of time. So, and, and she smashed the record. So, yeah, wow. that, that information coming from Reuters. Just uh, yeah, yeah, right, that, So yeah, uh, that, that was a that was a race uh, in in Brussels. Yeah. That's crazy. That is insane. Um. Anyway, what, Dad? What are you? What are you? Uh, do you got anything else? Uh, Trubisky is a starting quarterback for Chicago. We've talked about him before. I kind of see him as an underdog. I think a lot of people are thinking, why is he starting? Uh, I wish him up. I wish you, him luck. I like Trubisky. What do you think about Lionel Messi? I think he's going to be playing for Barcelona this year. Again. Same team as last year. Same team as his entire career. Uh, and it, basically, I think there's multiple sources I think that are saying that he's doing it against his will. Um, 
So and not against his will, but you know, I don't know what's going on. I don't think he's happy to play there. It's kind of a Jimmy Butler situation with Minnesota. Um, yeah, I mean, so, uh, that's not good. Yeah, the guy's getting paid. I think uh, again a billion dollars, so he should be satisfied no, but, with whoever he's playing. No, but sure. I think, but you got to understand that that he might want to. I think he was saying he might want to change. You know, he's playing. Imagine being at the same place, so like people switching high schools. I know it's a, it's in a similar kind of a, a little different, but. You know, you got people like change. Yeah, you gotta, yeah, you gotta fair change enough, it up. Fair and, you know, enough. to play with Paris Saint Germain or Inter Milan or uh, Manchester City, it would have been interesting to see maybe one of these years coming up. And again, Cristiano Ronaldo played for Manchester United, Real Madrid, and now on Juventus. So, for our uh, KBO listeners, the NC Dinos are still in first place. Their margin is very slim, but they continue to lead. Uh, the Canadian-born uh, team, SK Wyverns, uh, our fellow from Jamie Romack, they're second last place. They have not improved. Uh, for all you ra- uh, uh, horse racing fans, you got the Kentucky Derby uh, this afternoon with no fans. Uh, so uh, that's always a fun uh, sport to watch, the fastest uh, sport in two minutes. Uh, what else, Jake? The fastest sport in two minutes? What about sprinting? That's like the fastest sport in 10 seconds. Okay, the fastest animal sport. Okay. Uh, what else have we got? We got here... Uh, the Greek freak can be a Toronto Raptor. Or a my or player on the Miami Heat. Or stay with the Milwaukee Bucks. There's been rumors that that's gonna be next year though, isn't it? That'll be news next year, but the Greek freak might be coming to the Raptors. Well that'd be something. He better improve his free throw shooting because it's not good. And they're down 3 0. So you know do they want on, him? You know who's on yeah, he's like about sixty-six percent. Somebody else who's not great with free throws? LeBron James, who the best players in the NBA. Gotta make those free throws. Yes. The, yeah, the number one and the number two as far as the leaders, I think, in MVP. You gotta shoot your free throws. You gotta stay after practice. And practice. Okay. Your free throws. Okay, Alan Iverson. Okay, we got um so many, so much great sports. Who's going to win out of the Eastern Conference? The end, the Western Conference is going to be super great. Dad, take us home. Go Raptors. Go Blue Jays. Yeah. And 